0: this is the marketing natives providing actionable ways to grow improve and succeed in your business and now your hosts christian and
1: aaron Hello, and welcome to another episode of The Marketing Natives. We're super excited today. We have Estelle Jenkins with Know Before You Go. She's also a fellow Allen Fairview Chamber of Commerce member and a new business owner. We're super excited to tell you guys about her business and the involvement in the community. So welcome, Estelle. Good morning. Awesome. So um, the reason we brought you on the show is because we went to one of your... Went to one of your because went to your ribbon cutting and you just had an amazing showing. Um, fortunately or unfortunately, I've been to a lot of ribbon cuttings and about seventy five percent of them are very dry and boring and you know people just do it to kind of check the box. But yours was very interesting. You had a lot of cool people out there um, and you made it a really big deal. I think you had some friends fly in from you know another state other state like philadelphia or something but um it was really cool and just definitely could tell the passion that you had for your business so that's why we want to get you on here so you can spread more or tell more about your business to other people so can you tell us a little bit about your your ribbon cutting uh just give people a little bit of background because i'm guessing they're curious now
2: Uh, my ribbon cutting was on uh, january 24th and i invited some family and friends from virginia and Philadelphia for this. It was a very special day for me. So they came, um, a lot of members of my church came, my neighbors came, and of course the chamber came. And they really made it a really special day for me.
1: Very cool. And you also had the mayor of Fairview come out for a little bit too. I
2: did, I had the mayor come. He's a very uh, good friend of mine. And I called and invited him, and he did show up. That's
1: awesome. Yeah. All right, so um, this is kind of open-ended just so people can kind of get a little bit more or know a little bit more about you. Again, like I don't know a whole lot. I know a little bit from the chamber, and Christian over here is this is going to be good because he'll be asking some questions to really kind of dive deeper because he he knows the least. um, So it will be helpful for those who are listening too. But uh, can you tell us a little bit about you and and your background?
2: Okay. I was uh, born in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. And um, I attended uh, Pierce College, uh, and I took up a business course, and I got my uh, degree in that. My, and then I um, went to work for the Philadelphia prison system, and I um, and I was a correctional officer for 28 years, and I retired, and I moved here in 2006 with nothing to do after I retired. So I I am married, and I am a mother of two, and I have one son, my husband has a son, so we are a blended family, and we have five grandchildren and one great-grandchild.
0: Wow,
1: awesome. Any crazy stories inside of the state penitentiary? You got none, don't you?
2: I have so many <laughs> stories when I worked at the Philadelphia prison system. I worked um, for the county. I did not work in a penitentiary. Oh, okay. It, is, it was a, the county, uh, we would call it the county jail. So if you did any crimes in Philadelphia, you would come to the county jail. And from there, uh, after doing 11 and a half to 23 months, if you got sentenced, then you would go to the penitentiary. So that's what I did. I had a very, very good life there. Um, As I said, I retired. I met my husband there, and he was not an inmate. He was a correctional officer. (laughs) (laughs) Just Just to clarify on that. Just to (laughs) clarify. There's some people wondering for sure. Uh Yes, and um, we made very, you know, you made good money, it was a good career. And I got several homes and several cars. and It just was a, a very good life, and I got to retire. And one of the great things about uh, working for the city of Philadelphia, you actually get a pension check. So um, the name Know Before You Go was something all through my life that I have been carrying with me. Didn't know it would be a business. Just, wanted, just knew that I wanted to know about a job that I could get that would last me the rest of my life. So there were three jobs in Philadelphia, and one of them was working for the city of Philadelphia. So that job, I made sure I knew before I went there that it would carry me for the rest of my life, and it does.
1: So even though you've moved, do they still send you a check every Every month?
2: Every single month, the last day of each month, I receive a check. And the letter that they give you to give people it states, she will receive this for the rest of her life. What a wonderful letter to receive!
1: Man, Bit Bernie needs to step up their game. <laughs> 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 you will receive this, yes. <laughs> man. That's that is awesome. So, okay, in Pen- in Pennsylvania, then in, retired, moved to Texas because I'm guessing it's warmer. Um, but why'd you move to Texas, and then what made you start? Um, Know before you go if there's a big gap there between you moving here in 2006 to 2018, 2019.
2: Okay, Uh, this is how it went. Uh, I have a daughter here who was in the military for 20 years. So we didn't have much relationship together, time together. She moved here. And when I came to visit her and I saw how wonderful and nice these houses were, I decided that we need to move. So I called my husband while I was here visiting and told him to put the sign up (laughs) because we're moving. And the first person bought our house. So I believe it was a divine intervention for us to move. The first person bought our house. We moved. Everything went so smooth. We built the house. He got a job. It It just went so smooth. I had nothing to do. I had nothing to do. So in 2014, I ran into this company, and I'm going to give KimCheck a shout out. KimCheck is a drug and alcohol testing facility. And I went there and I received a job from them doing collections. And they trained me how to become a certified professional collector. So that's, that was the title that I have. So they trained me, and then they gave me places to go And collect urine specimens. And I've been doing that since 2014. And after some point there, I decided, I'm doing this so well, that I should try to do this for myself. So in 2019, I began, well really in 2018, I began to look for places to see if I could find a place where I could become my own business owner. And I did. I found 990 South Highway 5 in Fairview, Texas. And the moment I walked in, I knew that that was for me.
1: Just like a gut, gut feeling or what? You no,
2: know, when you walk in, one of the things in the business that I do is a bathroom.
1: Oh, yeah. The bathroom yeah. <laughs> is the
2: most important piece in doing drug and alcohol collections. The bathroom, if it's in a hallway if it's shared by others, if it's on another floor, if it's not where you do the test, it doesn't work. And most companies will not let you in because you have to hold up their bathroom. And there's a process in using the bathroom. You have to blue the toilet. You have to turn off the water. It's just a lot of things that you have to do. So if you're sharing the bathroom with other people, it's not going to work. But when I walked in 990, State Highway 5, in Fairview, the first thing I saw, when I went into the lobby, it was a bathroom. So I didn't need to see anything else. So the landlord was there, and I rented it on the spot. Wow. So I've been there since January the 1st, and I now have two of my own clients, and I'm going to be interviewing a client on Monday. So I still collect for DART buses, which ChemCheck has their contract. So I go out every day, and I still collect from random testing for the buses and, the, and all of DART, all of DART. That's what I do right now.
1: You were mentioning a little bit before we started recording this what time you were doing that. What time do you normally have to do collections with DART?
2: All around the clock. DART works 24-7, just about. I might not be quoting that right, but they work around the clock. I do know that. So I show up at 3 in the morning. I show up at 4. I show up at 11 at night. I show at 6 in the afternoon. I show up when I get my assignment.
1: Wow. Um, Based off of what you were saying on your website and then kind of a little bit from the ribbon, kind of give people context to why, why I'm asking this question. You mentioned, like, who are good clients and who... You know, obviously, do more drug testing or good clients for you. Um, and you mentioned something about like DOT, and I was wondering about um, like DAR. Are they part of DOT, or what is it? What exactly does that mean? That's kind of like a whole different world for us, and that whatever the acronym means.
2: Okay, DOT is um, if you have a safety-sensitive job, you are DOT, such as. The truckers, you see trucks going down the road. If you look on the side of the truck, you'll see the letters mm-hmm. DOT, and you'll see some numbers. So they are safety sensitive drivers. The air, the air pilots, they are all DOT. Anybody works for the airport is DOT, um, Department of Transportation. So DOT. Um, who else is DOT? The ones that I know of is anything that's a safety sensitive job is DOT. And they get random drug tests. So that's why you go to DART anytime because they're random. The people don't know that I'm coming. Just after all these years, they know me. So when they see me, they know why I'm there. But they don't know who I'm there to see. I know, but they don't know. So when I go into the room that they select for me and then they bring them in. So if if their test is at 4 a.m., I'm there at 345. So when they come to work to swipe in or however they punch in, they can't. Because they've been blocked so that they don't go out to their buses or trains or the police don't go out to their cars, or wherever they go, they can't go. They got to wait. They bring them to me, and then I have them. But the one thing about DOT is it's good for the employee because they get three hours to give me a sample. Three hours. So I get there, and one of the things that I always say about DOT is they have a theme, and their theme is, I just went to the bathroom. They tell me that. So after I do the process of telling them how much I need and and what they have to do when they go into the restroom and all of that, one thing about that is they must try first. In order to start the three-hour shy bladder clock, they have to try first. So they go in, and they do nothing and they come out with the empty cup. There's nothing I can do about it. I have to sit there and time it out for three hours. Has anyone ever done three hours? No, but they do get three hours. And every time I go to a dark collection, I expect to stay three hours. This morning I stayed five minutes. Five minutes. And I went in, the gentleman said, I was in the military, I know what this is all about, let's go, so.
0: Well, that's good.
1: So that was good for this morning,
2: but I timed it out because I knew I had to be here.
0: Gotcha. So do, I guess what you're saying is that they tend to milk the time so that they don't have to go to work. Excellent work, <laughs>
2: they do. They, that their uh, supervisors have already set someone up to, because the buses and everything will run. Mm-hmm. Regardless to whether they doing a uh, drug test or not mm-hmm. so yes they <laughs> it for a while and uh but it's okay we talk yeah i i um I talk to them and I give them my history, they give me theirs, and sometimes they warm up to me and and then they go
0: mm-hmm.
2: they go um
0: do you work exclusively with businesses and their employees? is that mainly your main uh audience that's my
2: main target is I'm working on I need people who have (laughs) I need people who have employees Mm -hmm. Um, an insurance company it's just them selling insurance would not be good for me so I need people who actually have employees so most of the companies that I have the two that I have under know before you go have employees so I have a company called Eagle Barricade Eagle Barricade is part of the chamber and they allow me to do their drug testing so I do all of their pre-employment and I do anytime they have a post accident I go there I also work around the clock I do receive phone calls from people truckers who may have an accident on 75 or wherever, and I go out and I do a breath alcohol and I also do a drug test because they all have to have that immediately after any accident. I go out late at night for dark. Anytime they have an accident, if I'm called to go, I go.
1: Uh, just curious because I'm sure this may be a question that people are asking. Um, do you? <laughs> when do you sleep?
2: <laughs> I sleep. Uh, For me, sleep is overrated. This is just me. Um, I don't need that much sleep. I I need four to five hours of sleep. So when I know the day before that I have a test at four in the morning, I know exactly when to lay down, and I get right up. How I do it, I don't know. I don't have a time, a clock. I don't use a cell phone, ringing, and I'm never late.
1: Wow. That's impressive. Yeah, I was going to say, you were here
2: a little bit time. before, right, right on time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But uh, for them, I, I'm there 15 minutes early. I just It's something that I've just been doing over the years. And it's just too much sleep for me. It's only 24 hours in a day. I got to get it in there. I got to get it in. I, I, I do sleep. I sleep 10 of them. I'm missing out. <laughs>
1: I think, so, not to go on a tangent, but I think that's just really interesting because you're already retired. Yes. You already get that check that's forever.
2: Forever.
1: And then you're like, I'm already working here. I enjoy this job. And then you said, okay, I'm going to go start my own thing. And then you're going to sleep even less when you don't necessarily have to. Um, I mean, that's just four or five hours. I'm thinking, like, man, my life is... I'm over here like seven or eight. Is like, oh, this is, you know, maybe I want a little bit more, but you're hustling.
2: I'm 68 years old. I decided to start my own business, and sleeping just did not become a part of it. So I do get sleep. I do. And nobody bothers me. It's just me and my husband at home. So when it's time for me to sleep, he lets me sleep, and then I get up and I go do what I have to do. So I'm going to be working for the company as their contractor for Chemcheck, that's the company that gave me this great opportunity. Uh, in the mornings, I'm going to be going out and doing their tests at four, five in the morning, so that I can be back in time to open up. No, before you go.
1: Dang. So, uh, as far as drug screenings, you said like DOT, the and then they need to have employees, but. Um, like insurance wouldn't necessarily be a good one for you. So like, why, why would people need drug screening? Like, do we need, like, why would we need or want drug screening? Why is it beneficial for an employer other than just knowing like, okay, this person's coming to work, but they're, if they're not in a safety industry, do those people still need to have drug screenings or
2: employer needs to drug screen every employee that they're going to hire. They really, really do with the, um, With theft and absenteeism on the rise, most of that is because they could be on drugs. If you don't, drug screen them before you hire them. And most jobs do, whether they're DOT or non-DOT. Most jobs do. The job that I do right now for Eagle Barricade, they are not DOT, but they are flaggers. Uh, They are out there holding up the signs. Uh, stop, go. They're putting down the cones. Mm. They're closing off streets. And that's, they, they get drug tests before they get hired. Now what I do for them is an instant drug test. This particular drug test will tell me immediately if they've been using drugs. And when I let uh, Eagle Barricade know they won't hire them if they don't pass the instant test. Where DOT, you cannot do an instant test. You have to send it to the lab.
0: What other type of, um, I guess, drug screening? You've talked about pre-employment. There is also post-accident. You have talked about some of the random ones that you do for DART. Is there anything else, I guess, besides those main three?
2: Yes, you can do suspicion which comes into an employee comes to work hmm. and they um, have the smell of alcohol or they're acting a little strange, then they would call someone to come in just for the safety of their position, their job. As, an, as you're a business owner, you don't want to just claim that they've been drinking because just you don't know. So you, you would call me in and i come in and i use a breathalyzer. And I can tell immediately if they've been drinking.
1: I guess that is good. I, I know somebody personally who, who actually struggled with alcohol and he told me this recently. But yeah, he used to go to a bank, of all places, like, complete, like on the way to work he would drink vodka, like on the way to work and just be at the bank all day and just pop like mints and have his fan going so he didn't smell like it. I was like I guess to me I never could put myself in those shoes, but like that's exactly why somebody like you is important because for whatever reason, these people never tested or they just never wanted to call him out. So instead of calling him out or having an HR issue, just call you and that solves the problem.
2: But one of the things about you have to have a drug testing policy. Oh. You can't just do it like that. You have to, when you get hired, there needs to be some type of policy. Uh, we just do. We do it when we get hired. We do the pre employment. And we also will do the other tests if we need to call someone in for post accident or suspicion. So, something happens on the job, you fall down, you hurt yourself, and they want to bring someone in because just to see if you have been drinking or doing any type of drug. So, you need a policy. You just don't call, you just don't do it just to be doing it. You have to have some type of policy when you hire people. So that's one of the things that I'm working on, some of the jobs that don't even have a drug policy. And they're finding that um, they hire people, they work a week, and as soon as they get paid, they don't come back. And they're trying to understand why. He was such a great guy. He worked all good. He worked a week all day. He did well. But come Friday, we don't see him anymore. And
1: a lot of guys are on drugs, a lot of ladies are on drugs. When so quick question from that. As far as like so say for example we um like somebody we knew needed to use you and they and you brought in the, the drug testing. If it was alcohol, okay, you can do a breathalyzer, you'd know right then, but how quickly can you get results to say like, oh okay, well they, they came in, they did it at lunch, now we gotta wait, you know, two or three days to send it off to a lab or something. Is that correct? Is that
2: for the You're speaking of the urine specimen? Yeah, urine specimen. Immediately. There's a five, there's a 10-panel test. It's called an instant test.
1: Hmm.
2: You don't send that. It it reads immediately. As soon as they fill it up to 45 milliliters, I check the temperature, and I can see what drug that they're using. The drugs come up in lines, and when you see that as the results begin to come up, it's lines. And if there's no line, then that's the drug they're using. Mm-hmm. And most of them will tell you, "Well, I did use it, you know, some time ago, and I haven't." And so it's instant test, immediately, and that's what I do for some of the jobs that I'm trying to, uh, some of the companies I'm trying to get. This is what I'm trying to sell them: you interview, and then I'll do the test. Don't if you send them somewhere and tell them you got two or three days to. Uh, two, three days to get this, to go take the test, they have a lot of things that they could do within the two or three days. And when they get there, they just take the test and they pass, and that's it. So that's what I'm trying to sell now, uh, my instant Mm test. So that we know right away, you're not obligated to hire them if the test doesn't pass. However, after they're there a while, and you decide that you wanna do this test, I suggest to them, let's send it to the lab. Let me do the test, and let's send it to the lab. And we'll get lab results the very next day.
1: Gotcha. Do you have just, like, one particular lab you work with, or you have multiple, or how does that?
2: I work with Quest.
1: Okay. I've at least seen their trucks. their
2: trucks. Yes. I work with a Alir. I work with CRL. Those are the three labs that uh, I basically work with right now. And uh, I will be trying to get with all the other labs. But I've been very uh, fortunate to just become, um, Quest is one of the biggest. And if you can get on with Quest and be one of Quest Preferred, or one of, you will really do well. So I did not, was not able to get Quest Preferred, but I was able to get third-party Quest. So that was just as good because people will come into my office and that's the goal to get them to come to the office
1: okay so speaking of coming to the office other than like you going out and obviously you got 20 hours in a day for you so you, you got a lot of time to um, to make things happen and obviously we know you're part of the chamber but uh, are there what other marketing efforts are you doing how are you getting the know before you go brand out to um, other employers and then also like um, other labs and in partnerships
2: well labs you call them up okay and you tell them you would like to be a third party collector mm. or you, and then they will send you paperwork and you fill it out and then something happens in your area you um, they'll call you on the phone and you just go out and do the test they will send you the cups they will send you the custody and control forms all of that is free you don't have to pay for any of that. You have to pay for any labels, the, the mail, um, UPS. You don't have to pay for any of that. FedEx, all that is paid for. So that's the good thing about this type of business. It doesn't cost a lot of money to keep it going because everything is free. All the cups, except for the instant cup. But as far as the cups that go to the lab, now they are lab fees. I do have to pay lab fees. So I put that into my my pricing. Mm
1: -hmm. And um, we can also take this part out. Otherwise, I can leave it in. But as far as, like, pricing, what's a ballpark that people are looking at? If you just had, like, I just have two employees and I want to do the instant test. $20 each. Oh, wow.
2: $20 each. And I'm give you results. I'm going to give you a report. Oh, that's a no-brainer. Now, if I have to send it to the lab, it's
1: $25. Oh,
2: I'm probably low-cutting, but that's what I charge.
1: Yeah. I mean, that's to me, that's a great deal. I'm kind of looking over here at Christian. It's like, why not? Mm -hmm. I mean, I think it would be kind of fun just to see. I don't do drugs, just FYI. But I would think it would be cool to just get a test done anyway because I've never done that.
2: We can can do a test. We can do a test today because I have cups with me. Oh, okay. And both of you gentlemen can go in the restrooms and bring me back a specimen, and we'll do a 10, and we'll do a 5. And we'll look at all the different... Uh, that'll be real cool. Yeah. And uh, we'll look at, just so you can see what I'm talking about.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: So, if you want to do that, we can do a breathalyzer today. Oh, I would definitely that. want to do that. I have I have the machine in the car. I carry this stuff with me all the time.
1: Yeah, that would be super cool. Because
2: I get calls. I get calls on the phone. I, you need to come now. I can go. I don't have to... I
1: think the picture for the podcast will definitely be like us with the breathalyzer, like okay. all three of us and we're doing the breathalyzer. Okay, we're going to do that. Yeah. yeah. We're
2: going to do the breathalyzer. That'll be cool. And then we're going to do, we're each going to do, uh, we're each going to do an instant test. Is that cool? Yeah. Oh, it's good. Yeah. We all good? Yeah. 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 All right. Yeah. Today is your day.
1: Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> Today is your day. Awesome. Um, All right. So. Can you, as far as the ideal customer, I feel like we kind of went around it a little bit, but if you could really paint a picture of, like, who, like, somebody's listening to this podcast, and they're like, oh, that's me. The pricing is great. Estelle is great. She's local. She's amazing, um, but I just don't know if I'm a good fit for her because I'm not DOT, and I have a couple of employees, but, like, are there any specific... You're dot
2: You're huh? either one or the other. Huh? Mm-hmm. You're non-DOT. Oh yeah. yeah. you're DOT.
1: We're non-DOT. You
2: are all right. non-DOT. Most of all of these businesses around here are all non-DOTS. So if you're not a safety sensitive job.
1: Oh, we care about safety. I'm just, <laughs> <playing with laughs> you. Yeah, just play.
2: If you're not a safety sensitive job, you're not DOT.
1: Can you guys give us like maybe two examples of like the perfect business like? Or maybe like perfect industry that would be really good for for you outside of the non-DOT?
2: For me to get, I would like to get a contract with a DOT. -DOT. Non-DOT. Non-DOT. Cabela's is a non-DOT. Okay. I am working on getting a contract with Cabela's.
1: That would be awesome.
2: That would be so awesome. The only problem for Estelle is you need people. I can't do this all by myself. Right. I need a staff. And all the staff must be trained. They all must be trained. And it costs to be trained. Mhm. So, April the 10th I'm going to Chicago. There's a company, there's a there's an organization called Dacia. Daisha has been around forever in the drug testing in industry. So I'm going there to train. I am going to be a trainer. And I'm going to get trained by Dacia. So when I put it out there that I'm a trainer, I'll be able to train anybody. People that work for me, people that don't work for me. And then when it says Daisha, they're going to come my way. If it says Johnson, they may not even look at me. So... I'm saying that to say I need people, and I need people, really, that don't have jobs because you can't work this, and you work a nine-to-five. Mm-hmm. This goes on all day long.
1: So, you just got to be waiting for the call and get out or there.
2: You can be, I can be in the office, and people come in. So I can't be working somewhere. I got to be there. Right. I got to be there. So this is why I took on doing DART in the morning so that I can be there all day. And people have come in. My first client that came in, I was I was so excited. <laughs> he must have thought I had <laughs> lost my mind when he came in. I was so excited. He said, I I was still on high from that. I mean he came in, my name was on the paper. It told them to go to know before you go and get your drug screening. I was so excited. If I wasn't there, I wouldn't have got that. Right. So I got to be there. And I'm going to get people trained. I'm going to train my dear husband so that he can help me out. I'm going to try to get the contract with the federal government so that I can test uh, people who are getting out of the federal prison and they need to have drug tests. They need to go to drug treatment programs. This is maybe part of their discharge. I couldn't take the contract because I don't have a guy. And they must be observed, and only a male can observe a male, female observe a female. So that's that's where that's my dilemma right now. I need some help. I need help. You guys think about when I do some drug testing. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, <clears throat> what can we expect? I mean, obviously, growth is. Um, what you're talking about, hiring people, you're going to be a trainer in, in growth there, but what can we expect from you Know Before You Go um, in the future? Anything that you have plans for or trying to, to get to? Other than Cabela's and the, the federal government, obviously, those are two awesome uh, goals there.
2: Well, I want to try to just get something in my um, neighborhood. I, you know, I live in Fairview, and um, my business is in Fairview, and I'm very fortunate to have a zip code that works for Fairview and McKinney. We have the same exact zip code and that helps me out quite a bit because Fairview doesn't help me out too much. But using the McKinney, when people say, what's your zip code, I said 75069, they say, oh, McKinney, Mm -hmm. I say yes. Because that's what helps me get more clients. But that's the goal to uh, send out information such as to I'm going to give her a shout-out, Paula Deans. Uh, I would like to get, as she hired, new employees that she calls me when she gets ready to hire, and I'll come to her facility, and we'll do it right there. They won't have to leave. Interview, drug test, from the drug test to getting the job. So I'm just going to be doing the local areas uh, where I live. Because I'm the only drug testing facility in Fairview, so. I guess
0: that was another question. I, I, is there a good amount of competition when it comes to this industry, or?
2: It, it is. Okay. It is. You have, you have a lot of different, uh big uh, industries, Centra and CareNow, and you know, and these these there's a lot of them. Mm-hmm. So yes I do. But they do other things. As you if you've ever been in any of those facilities, they do other things. Right. They do blood draws and they do I don't only do drug and alcohol testing. So
0: And is that that's where you want to stay? You don't want to grow into uh, like yes, other I, services or? yes,
2: other services I can do DNA testing. Okay. Uh, background checks. Um, that's where I'm at right now.
0: Okay. That's
2: where I'm at right now. But I would like to do the training. Well, I want to go into training. So I want to grow in, in that area where those jobs don't do that. They, the, the other drug and I, they don't do the training. Mm-hmm. I'm sure they do the DNA testing. I haven't been there, but I'm gonna to go to Quest and um, in my area and offer my services when after hours, if people come and they're too late. Don't send them away. Send them to me.
1: Right. And I'll take care of uh, <clears> them. <throat> something that's it just never really was a good time to ask. Um, uh, but just as I was thinking through this from again being in Philadelphia, coming to Texas and just all the, the life experience, I guess um uh, something's kinda of selfishly for Christian and I and for all the reader or all the readers listeners, is that we wanna get Some advice or some knowledge from you so um, just through that or whether through the business or starting the business or just knowledge of um, you know life what's the best advice that you could give to us um, for that
2: well it looks like you gentlemen are doing a good thing here and being in your business for yourself and I've only done this for a short time I think it's a great thing and I think that You gentlemen here have a great thing going on, so I suggest throughout life that you continue to educate people as you're doing on this podcast and giving people a chance to talk about what they're doing. I think this is really great, and this is a great opportunity for me. Mm -hmm. So um, I don't know if you have to be a member of the chamber to get this opportunity, but I've been blessed to get it so the question is i think that you are on the right track and you just keep on keeping on and you guys will be great because like i said i'm 68 years old and i'm just getting there so you got a whole lot to look forward to just keep doing what you're doing
1: thank you and i hope that um i think that will definitely help other people as well um so again this is one of those things where we can edit out if we need to (laughs) Um, or you can take some time to think about it. It doesn't matter if there's a very candid show. Um, and we asked this to, to people, but it's really interesting to get, um, insight into, um, people's like purchasing habits and like how, how certain things change their life. So the, the question is, um, so if you, uh, a purchase of a hundred dollars or less, or less how has that most positively impacted you so if you had a hundred dollars or something that you've already had recently or spent a hundred dollars on recently um without butchering the question which i have um, (laughs) you should just read the question yeah it's
0: stated right there i was looking at so
1: what purchase of a hundred dollars or less has most positively impacted your life in the last say six months or recent
2: shout out for dave ramsey And I did that through my church. So I am able now to do more for my church as far as giving. Um, I'm able to have more money in my pocket. So I have one credit card, and that's my business credit card. And then I have my checking account for my business. So I'm really debt-free.
1: Awesome. Yeah, that's definitely... uh I mean it makes the business make the business run easier too, I guess, or less stressful.
0: Yes. Absolutely.
1: Um all right, so are you a Netflix watcher?
2: Blue bloods.
1: Blue bloods? <laughs>
2: That's what have I you seen to that question? I've heard of it, yeah. It's a, 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 a
1: police show, right? Yeah.
2: Uh yeah. no, it's a, just a, a a cop show. Yeah, a cop show, yeah. Yeah. I'm not I have Netflix, but no, I am not a Netflix.
0: I mean she doesn't it. have time. I don't have time. Four hours I mean. of sleep? I'm sleeping.
2: I'm <laughs> sleeping and I'm working. I have all those things because my husband doesn't sleep like I, you know. His lifestyle's not like mine, so he needs that.
1: Gotcha. Yeah. So he's doing the seven to eight hours.
2: Oh, is he? Yes, he is. doing <laughs> the seven and eight. And I can go out in the morning and go do a test and then get back and mm-hmm. still sleep. And I go to Dallas every day. <laughs> every day. Dart is located. Most of their locations are in Dallas. Yeah. Dang.
1: Awesome. Estelle, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Was there, was there anything else you wanted to talk about? Um, I don't know if you were leaning in to say something there. No. Okay, awesome. Um, uh, what is the best way for people to find out more about you, more about your business, more about you? Um, what's the? How can they get a hold of you?
2: Well, I have a website. Okay. And my website is called no, and that's N-O, B-E, the number four, the letter U, go, dot com. Okay. My email is tess at no, B-E, the letter four, the number four, the letter U, go, dot com. You can reach me at 469 352-7560. 352-7560. And you can also call me at 214-856-4441. Or you can just come on up there and visit me at 990 State Highway 5 in Fairview, Texas, 75069. Look for the sign that says, Drug and Alcohol Testing, No before you go
1: awesome Estelle thank you for coming on Uh, we can't wait to share this with everybody Um, all right guys we will talk to you next week
0: yep see ya the marketing natives podcast is a production of bit branding